0: I'm Luke, and I'm Devin, and we're Multiversal Q, your guide to the comic book multiverse now in podcast form.
1: Today, Luke is going to teach us about this little thing called Convergence. Now, kids, if you don't know, Convergence is the new DC summer series where all the multiverses are collapsing in on each other.
0: No, it's not. You're wrong, Devin.
1: Well, here's the thing. I don't give a fuck about that, so... Luke,
0: take her away. Okay. So instead of being all the multiverses collapsing, you have these multiverses where uh, they've all been destroyed except for a single city that was saved by Brainiac because Brainiac is all about bottling cities together. And there are 50 cities instead of 52, which is weird. And so I'm going to quickly run through all these. There is pre-Crisis 30th century metropolis, 31st century metropolis, uh, 80, 853rd century metropolis, Atlanta, Georgia, from where Jonah Hex is the road warrior, uh, Durvale from the Atomic Knights universe, Earth 2 post-Flashpoint universe, uh, Earth A, which is the original Justice League, uh, Earth C-, which is Captain Carrot and the Zoo Crew, uh, El Inferno, which is the Justice Riders universe, uh, Electropolis from the Crisis on Infinite's Earth Universe, uh, Faucet City from Earth-S, which is the Shazam Universe, uh, Follywood, California from another Captain Carrot and his amazing zoo crew, uh, Pre-Crisis Earth-1 Gotham City, Pre-Flashpoint Gotham City, Flashpoint Gotham City, Gotham City from the Batman Beyond Universe, Gotham City from the uh, Gaslight Universe, Gotham City from the Injustice universe, Gotham City from the Just-Imagine universe, Gotham City from Post-Flashpoint universe, Gotham City from the Red Rain universe, Hub City from Earth-4, which is where you have Blue Beetle question Captain Atom. Uh, Pre-Crisis Earth-2 Metropolis, Post-Zero Hour Metropolis, Metropolis from Earth-3, which is where the Injustice Society, or no, the Crime Syndicate is from, Metropolis from Kingdom Come universe, Metropolis from the Superman Generations Universe. Metropolis from Superman Red and Blue Universe. Moscow, Russia from Superman Red Sun. New York City from the post Flashpoint Futures End. Uh, New York City Angor from Where the Extremists Come From. Uh, New York City from Earth AD. New York City from Earth X. Quard uh, from the Antimatter Universe. San Diego, California, from the Wildcats universe. Star Terrace, which is a warlord planet. Uh, the Vanishing Point from Time Master's Vanishing Point. Uh, Batman from the Darkest Night universe, where Batman Becomes Green Lantern. Dream World, which was a super peaceful world from, the Ant-Man, er, from Animal Man. Uh, Earth Prime. Uh, the League of Shadows universe, the Little League universe the New Frontier universe, the Pirate universe, the Reverse Gender universe, uh, the Super Sons universe, and the Twilight universe. And the Twilight universe? Like the Twilight. sparkly vampires? No, uh, Twilight of the Superheroes universe. Yeah. So, uh, Brainiac, we found out, is a extra-dimensional being basically exists in the Null Aether around the Orrery of the Worlds, which contains the 52 universes and the sub domains of the DC Universe, and that's for a whole nother episode where we discuss multiversity and Grant Morrison's shape of the Marvel or er, Grant Morrison's shape of the DC Universe, and it's all <sighs> literally what they're doing is they're taking two months that way DC editorial is able to move out to California and theoretically they're going to make a new universe out of where all of these 52 universes are fighting because Brainiac wants them to fight for reasons and some stuff has been good but it's really a hey we have these chance to bring back old characters like we've got a Gotham City that Greg Rucka is writing from uh, when he was writing Gotham Central, which is a really great series. It's what Gotham the TV show should have been. Except it's not. And, Mm -hmm. yeah, it's literally, if you care about the characters, you are in luck. You're going to get some stuff that you like, hopefully. But other stuff, it's just not good. Like, it's muddled ideas, They're in like their fourth issue now, and not much has happened. It's Brainiac showed up with his uh Validus, I believe it is, who's sort of his enforcer, and he said, Hey, all of you worlds, you need to fight. And apparently, the key to this entire event is on Scarteris, which has not really been mentioned in the past decade or two. And unlike Avengers and New Avengers, which have been leading up to Secret Wars. This definitely feels... 2012. Yeah, this feels thrown together, hasty, and it's a, hey, you know those characters who we killed that uh, people are so angry about us about? Let's try and maybe bring them back. I mean, you've got the pre-Flashpoint universe, and really part of the problem is that there doesn't seem to be a lot of consequence, because there isn't really a lot of consequence to it. It's not any of the main universes where they're telling stories, so for those fanboys who are, we only want to read the stories that are important, it really doesn't affect any of them. Like, this is not Brainiac capturing the 52 universes that Grant Morrison uh, described in Multiversity. It's 50 universes that have already been destroyed except for one city, and nobody had powers until Brainiac was like, go and fight. It's... Wow. Yeah, it's ultimately skippable unless there's a specific series that you want to read. Like the uh, Jeff Parker Shazam series with Doc Shayner on the art is amazing. Like, it is what you want a classic-style Shazam series and Captain Marvel series to be. I've heard good stuff about the Booster Gold series that came out, too. Mm-hmm. And, uh, like, the Raka Batman series, it's good but on others, it's like, oh, let's bring back a random worlds and just have them die. I know a lot of people I've talked to were really angry because, uh, you know the game Injustice, Devin? Yeah. Yeah, that universe showed up, and it immediately got destroyed. Mind you, Injustice has been one of DC's best-selling titles yeah. for a while. It was only supposed to be like a 12-issue comic, and it's now on its third year. And, yeah, it's like almost yeah, they, just caught up to the game, I think. Yeah, I think they've got like one more. Or, no, now they're on their fourth year of it. So, yeah, they're. They're like almost caught up to the Actually, game I think in the, up to the game. I think they're after the game now. Uh, I don't think so, because I think they end up unseating Superman in the main continuity. But that's neither here nor there. Oh, okay. You've not called me out on saying that once. Which I'm fine with. What's wrong with it? That's neither here nor there. Yeah. Whatever. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Yeah, really, it's a... summer event that is moving way too slow. It's got the pacing of... a bad event. Like, four issues in you should have worlds exploding, except you can't, because all these worlds have series, and they're all two-issue mini series. and most of the time, it doesn't even get to them fighting these other universes. It's, oh, let's do an issue where it's going to be establishing who this world is, and then the second issue is going to be them fighting people. And it's like, uh... Why? Like, if this is supposed to be sold as... We're going to see these universes fight. Why not? Why Why just do two issues? Yes, why not Zoidberg? And then the other thing is that, like, in the back of the first issue of all of these two-issue miniseries, they explain everything in the universe that you need to know, but for some reason they didn't think about putting that in the front of the issue, which, on a level, I do get. But if you aren't... But it... It is not a good event. It is DC trying to give people what they want without actually giving it to them. And I I have a hard time believing anyone is going to walk away from this event being really happy. Personally, I'm only reading three series out of this. I'm reading, or I read the Question series by Greg Rucka, which did finish its two issues, which it was really good because it brought back the Renee Montoya and Harvey Dent relationship. Hmm. Uh, I'm reading the Hawkman, or Hawkman and Hawkwoman series by Jeff Parker, which I have no connection to those characters at all. It was a Jeff Parker book, and normally that dude is on point. And here I don't care about the characters, so I don't really care what's going on in there. And then Shazam, which is also by Jeff Parker with art by Don Shayner who did this really great Bill Kevich style illustration of uh, Captain Marvel, uh, Shazam. And it is beautiful, but, like, that series was a lot of fun with the first issue, and the next issue is going to be them beating up steampunks. Which sounds it's, like a lot of fun. It does sound like a lot of fun. So, yeah, we're, we're going to be covering that one... As we can in our uh, Captain Marvel special. I keep accidentally calling him Shazam because DC messed that up. Well, he is Shazam. Like, legally he has to be, I believe, called Shazam now. And everything. No, it's not legally. They just started doing it because it was too confusing for a lot of the fans. Now it's even more confusing because you have fans who still want to call him Captain Marvel and... Yeah. Luckily in the good stories, he's still Captain Marvel, the big red cheese.
1: I yeah. still always wonder what we could have seen if we would have had The Rock as Captain Marvel.
0: Or at least we're gonna miss Captain or as a Black Adam, which yeah. is interesting. But yeah, this is a if you read past DC stories, this event is for you, especially if you miss those characters. If you haven't, why are you reading this? It's not going to mean a lot to you unless you enjoy stories. But like the teams who they've had writing a main series are not really doing all that good of a job or they are stretching this out to be an eight-issue mini-series. Where like the main guy is a TV writer by nature who just wanted to write a DC comic and they paired him up with a few co-authors for the first few issues. And yeah, that is not Jonathan Hickman who has spent years crafting and learning how to write comics. Mm-hmm. And from what I've heard, it shows, I'm, I'm avoiding convergence as much as I can, except for the series that I mentioned <laughs> because I really don't I don't want to care because DC has hurt me way too much for the most part. And that's why I don't read DC. Yeah, I mean it, it's easier and easier to do. It's like after uh, convergence is over, I think I have maybe two series that I'm picking up. One of them is Batman '66, which literally does exist outside of the Batman or out of the DC continuity because it's, as far as I know, not one of the named DC universes on Grant Morrison's multiversal chart. Yeah. And yeah. Did you pick up Wonder Woman seventy seven this week? No. Okay. And then I think There's I'm also. Awesome. bucks. Was that like a variant, or was it a huge issue? I think it's really big, but. Ah, uh, okay. Well, well that even still is like damn. Yeah, well, like more multi- number one. The last issue of Multiversity, or no, it was the Multiversity Guidebook, was like eight dollars. Was Was that the first issue, though? No. But that's the thing. That
1: was a mid-series issue. Series can get a way of pulling that crap on, like, a midway through point. Mm
0: Mm-hmm.
1: But also... Like, Deadpool Wedding was ten bucks. But that was a special issue, where... I don't know if number one is not where I would put a... If you're trying to, like, entice people to buy your series.
0: Yeah. Yeah. You save it for the big numbers, but, like, for Wonder Woman... DC has been trying to paint her as part of the DC Trinity of characters and I don't think it really works all that well because they don't have a definitive story for her they don't have a definitive feel they aren't giving her the same marketing push there's no Wonder Woman animated series and there has not been and uh yeah they aren't really doing their fair shakes for Wonder Woman yeah it DC is depressing. I'm looking forward to stuff that is... outside of the main DC continuity or it's stuff that they stopped doing. Like, uh, they're doing one of the... Uh, sect- they're giving a Sector 6 miniseries. Which uh, showed up in uh, Hitman originally. <laughs> and it's a bunch of really bad superheroes like Dogwilder and Bueno Excelente And the Defenestrator. Nice. Who literally carries around a window so we can throw people through it. Because that's what demonstration is. Nice. And, uh, like, I'm looking forward to that, but that's not what DC is publishing generally. Yeah. It does look like they're going with some different directions, but, like, unless DC is going to give me digital copies of all of their books, I, I really don't want to spend my time reading that Or, like, even paying for most of the stuff, except for the titles by creators who I like. And that's how I shop for DC. Jeff Parker has done a great job on Batman 66. He's introduced a lot of really interesting characters into the universe where they fit. Like, Killer Croc, Clayface, Harley Quinn. Yeah. And, uh... Like, that is fun comic stuff. But... The general feel of... I heard the Two-Face up issue wasn't so good. The Two-Face thing was an adaptation of the actual TV show. Yeah. That, uh... I heard it didn't work quite as well as people had hoped. Yeah, well, it's it's adapting a TV script for (laughs) a comic, which doesn't work. Like, Parker definitely takes advantage of uh, the whole comics, especially motion comics, for what he does... And also the unlimited budget of comics. Like, he'll mm-hmm. put in these huge set pieces, which were part of the reason why Two-Face didn't work. But then also, Two-Face is a character who is hard to get to work in Batman. Yeah. Especially if you try and do him, like... I'm blanking on the name of the writer. He was the one who did the <laughs> famous uh, Star Trek episode uh, with the gateway that didn't go through and I have no mouth but I'm a scream and... I'm blanking on his name. Nope. No idea. Yeah. It's not Gary Gygax, because he invented Dungeons and Dragons. Yeah. Look it up, Devin, please.
1: Wait, are you talking about who created
0: Star Trek? No, uh... The guy who wrote the original City on the Edge of Tomorrow. Oh, okay.
1: Uh, Harlan... Harlan Ellison.
0: Yeah, Harlan Ellison... Uh, wrote that Two-Face issue originally and he they couldn't do it because the budget was too big like hey, he's it, Columbus, so yeah he's from Columbus yeah, Cleveland rather and I think it like involved a nuclear submarine Jeff Parker does crazy stuff like he sends Batman to ancient Egypt and all fun stuff and like DC has made some strides for fun stuff but I don't know I I don't feel like giving them my money now, for the most part. Especially Marvel publishes a lot more enjoyable titles, and I feel like I get more of a value for it, especially with the digital copies. Yeah,
1: I like that. Cause, I mean, especially
0: like that. album. it's been great for like trips and such. If I mm-hmm. want to like reread a series, mm-hmm. that is my greatest reason for wanting to get a digital tablet. So I can read more digital content. So I mean, like, I'm completely basically ignoring everything that you're talking about Convergence because I don't care, in reading Spider-Man instead. <laughs> yeah. But it looks like they're setting up for the sequel to Convergence now, which is Divergence, because Gents is the new crisis, and... Well, once you Converge, you gotta Diverge. hmm But then where do you go? Invergence? Yes. Outvergence? upside down and all around versions sexy nubile versions yes and uh yeah so this has been our DC special you can see how negative we are towards DC mm-hmm. and their event and uh I mean I guess Scott Snyder's Batman is supposed to be pretty good oh yeah apparently
1: no Batman's way. dead Yeah, I just pulled that off for you listeners. Granted, you probably yeah. all heard it on the social media yeah. sites by now, but. Batman's
0: dead. And now, Commissioner Gordon is riding in a robot rabbit. I know, right? Mm-hmm. I was like, are they even trying to make it look like a bat? It do not need to look like a bat. It's part of the Gotham City police. But it looks like a rabbit.
1: Bat rabbit. Bat rabbit. Look a Batman have- through? You can play the bat cow. Batcow is sad for Bat Cow cannot fly. Well. Uh-huh. Because Mr. Migsel Pixley cannot give him that power. <laughs> uh.
0: <laughs> that is an actual plot right of the game. <laughs> uh, one of those other things is like I uh, DC does not know what to do with a lot of its characters. It's like. The Green Lanterns and all those lanterns, they not w- know what to do with because the people in charge wrote those stories. And Batman, they know what to do with because it's literally just print more Batman comics. But, like, for everyone else, they don't really know how to build long-term stories or stories that are able to grab in readers who are outside. Yeah. And, I mean, this is sort of coming from an outsider. But, I, I mean, I did enjoy the last Aquaman arc where it's literally Aquaman is hated by the literal city of Atlantis that is filled with Atlantis go- with Atlantean ghosts so much that Atlantis is trying to kill him. The entire city is trying to destroy itself so it doesn't have to deal with him. So Atl- so Aquaman has to go and find Aquamom. Nice. And she is leading a whole bunch of people who worship a volcano god and ride around on dinosaurs. Nice. Yeah, it was a lot of fun. Also, he, he got to wrestle Gorilla Grodd. Oh, that would be mm. better. Because Gorilla Grodd is great. Gorilla Grodd is great. Mm-hmm.
1: Especially in Flash, which you're behind on. I am behind. I haven't seen him. No, I've seen
0: him. hmm And the flashes that we've seen of him. Yeah, but he has a full episode. Yes. Now you mm-hmm. need to catch up. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, this has been our Convergence special. Uh, like we said in the other episodes, our next episode that is going to be an actual numbered episode because our numbering because this is like a .3 issue. Mm-hmm. This is like. Or no, this is nine point two. For those keeping track at home. Our uh, next episode is going to be our Captain Marvel Shazam Thunderworld Monster Society of Evil. 10th Anniversary Spectacular! Yeah! Be there. And be square. You know the s- social media spiel iTunes, Podomatic, uh Stitcher. Uh, we have our website, MultiversalQ.com. On Twitter, at MultiversalQ. On email at MultiversalQ, on Facebook at MultiversalQ, and then I'm Coltrag on Twitter and Davin Distretto Fat. See y'all later. Shazam!